Some people think January is bleak and cold. Others enter January with strong feelings of depression after the holiday letdown. But God deserves our worship every day in January, just like he deserved it on Christmas Day. January is such an amazing month, not just because it finalizes the second most important Christian holiday of the year, but also because for many of us, it's a time to refocus our minds on how we can worship God better in the new year. Because doesn't God deserve to be celebrated better this year? The one true God of the universe has existed since eternity past in ultimate perfection. He spoke the cosmos into existence for his soul, honor, and glory. He moved heaven and earth to redeem mankind, even though we have nothing to offer him. And he's given us everything we need for life and godliness in his word. He deserves our worship. He deserves our adoration. He deserves our praise. I'm your host, A.M. Brucer, and this is the Celebration of God. Welcome to the show. I know this discussion is posting uh, right before Christmas, and you may very likely have no interest in discussing January and the new year until December is far, far over. But I'm going to encourage you not to wait that long. The biggest holiday celebration in January is actually a celebration of Christmas. So it has everything to do with the holiday to which you've been looking forward all December. But before we jump into all of that, I want to let you know that one of the best Christmas presents you can give to the celebration of God is a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, or wherever you can leave a review. That would be so awesome, so I ask that you take a couple minutes to do just that. You can do it right from the apps, and it's generally pretty easy. Another great Christmas gift idea is money. I mean, who doesn't like getting money for Christmas? I know that some people think that money's impersonal and stuff, but honestly, the celebration of God just doesn't need any more socks, sweaters, or ties. That's just how it is. Anyway, I also want to remind you about downloading the Wisdom app. It's free to join and participate, and all you have to do is follow me at A.M. Brewster. That way you'll be notified anytime I'm going live, and you can not only listen to the live talk, but you can also participate in it. I can answer your questions and talk with you about your personal celebration of God. It's a really great personal experience, and the conversations are enriching. In fact, by following me on Wisdom, you'll have access to all of my previous talks. They won't be live, but you can still glean some wisdom from them. And lastly, don't forget that we have free episode notes, transcripts, and holiday resources available for you at celebrationofgod.com. And all the necessary links will be in the description of today's episode. Now, why is it important for you to start thinking about your January worship of God in December? Well, if you've been with us since the beginning, or you checked out our Christmas resources at celebrationofgod.com, then you know all about the 12 days of Christmas. Now, I'm not going to take the time right now to explain what they are, because we have other episodes for that, and I'll link those resources in the description. But I do want to talk about how the 12 days of Christmas really impact the month of January. And then I want to talk about the other ways we can celebrate God in January after the holidays are over. Number one, let's talk about Christmas. As you should already know, the first day of Christmas begins on December the 25th. In fact, if you want to be technical, it begins on the evening of the 25th. That means that during the day on January 1st, you're only in the seventh day of Christmas, and when the evening starts, you're only in the eighth day of Christmas. There are still four more days of Christmas left. I would say that Christmas is the second best Christian holiday. The top two are, in order of when they're celebrated, Christmas and Easter. Christmas is awesome in that it inaugurates the beginning of God's redemptive work on earth, but Easter encompasses the death, burial, resurrection, and ascension of Christ, without which we wouldn't have anything to celebrate. Christmas is the beginning, Easter is the middle, and the consummation is the future end of God's redemption of man. 
So Christmas is really important, and I, as well as millions of historical saints, have believed that it deserves more than just one day of celebration. That's why, traditionally, believers have observed Christmas on 12 full days. So the 12th day of Christmas happens on January 6th. That means that almost the first full week of January is a continuation of the Christmas focus. That's the first important reason to start thinking about worshiping God in January right now. Now, the other is New Year's Eve. So, number two, let's talk about New Year's. If you live in a country that celebrates the New Year on January 1st, then you probably want to make sure you're ready for it. We don't want to be caught off guard because, like I mentioned last time, it's too easy for our conscious brains to turn off and slip into mere amusement mode. That always results in us worshiping the flesh instead of the Lord. So it's wise to keep our intentionally conscious minds engaged as we approach a holiday that would otherwise tempt us to consume the pleasures on ourselves. Now, what about the rest of January? What happens when the holiday season is over and we find ourselves in the middle of what is often considered a bleak month? Well, number three, let's talk about the rest of the month. It's true that there aren't any other official holidays in January. Perhaps your country has one, and I do really look forward to studying the holy days of other nations. Now, by the way, when I say that, I do need to clarify, I don't plan to give any real attention to the holidays of other religions. That's not the point. But I am interested in how Christians in other countries worship God in special ways. However, for today's discussion, the vast majority of us don't have any other official holidays in January. But that doesn't mean that we don't have 25 really special days to worship God in January. Four of those days are Sundays. Sundays should be like mini Easter's every week. I pray you're part of a local body of believers and that you meet with them regularly in order to corporately celebrate God. If you're uncertain about the importance of this, I'll invite you to listen to our Celebrate God at Church series. Every Sunday gives us an amazing opportunity to give God special attention and focus that should be a corporate representation of what we plan to individually do throughout the rest of the week. That means that Monday through Friday is really important too. Sunday is the day our pastors equip us for the work of the ministry, and God expects us to do that work of the ministry every day of the week. Whether it's at church on Sunday, or work on Monday, or soccer practice on Tuesday, or school on Wednesday, or music lessons on Thursday, or game night on Friday, or home on Saturday, we should be involved in personal worship, evangelism, and discipleship all year long. God deserves the preeminence every moment of every one of those days. That includes Saturday as well. Now, I look forward to a future discussion about the idea of a day of rest, a Sabbath. Of course, I'll mention right now that I don't believe a day of rest has to be taken on Saturday, but I do believe it has to be taken in order to give God the glory that he requires. And though we'll talk of it more in detail later, I want to point out that whether it's Saturday or another day of the week, a weekly Sabbath is a great way to worship God and put him first in your life. That means that there are tons of amazing ways to worship God in January. See? Now, make new friends, open your house, and be hospitable. Share the gospel, disciple a member of your church, and be discipled by them. Work for God's honor and glory. Please the Lord in your schooling. Eat and drink to the glory of God. Read his word and pray every opportunity you get. And don't forget that in January, we're still meditating on the grace of God and the beauties of glorification. Those should not only be one-day focuses. We want to relish and admire and adore those realities all three months of the season of grace because God is definitely worthy of our celebration in January. Please share this episode in your favorite social media outlets. Plan to join me on Wisdom for a live conversation in which you can participate. And join us next time as we start a very exciting study called The Discipleship Spiral. I'll see you then. 
If you want to know God better, celebrate him more, and help the ones you love to do the same, subscribe to this podcast and visit celebrationofgod.com to learn more about this dynamic discipleship resource. And remember, the Celebration of God is a listener-supported ministry.